Welcome everybody to this uh, peace talk, this September peace talk. Um, thank you for joining us. I am here in the in New Morning Light Baptist Church Sanctuary with Roderick Dedonv and Bricola King. And on our on the Zoom call. I have um, a couple of people. Well, first of all, I just want to thank you for being with us, being present with us. And so we're going to open up. You heard our song, going to open up with prayer. All right. So let us pray. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this hour. Thank you for giving us peace. It is because of your grace and your mercy. It is because of your son, Jesus Christ, that we have peace. Peace that surpasses all understanding. Peace, Father God. Help us to realize in this world, in this world where there is so much unrest and un unsettling things going on, that you still are the prince of peace. Yes, Lord. So we come honoring you. We come worshiping your holy and righteous name this evening. Bring yes, peace Lord. into our presence. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Right. Yeah. So we need to get one for Roderick, too, so we can each amen. have our own microphone. Oh, you got one. So we, as we get started, um, we're going to open up with a, a little icebreaker. And how this is going to work is... Tell us your name and tell us your talent. All right. So we're going to learn something about each other that, that we didn't know before. Uh, well, then maybe you do know. Of course, I am Tawana. I just like Tawana. I'm called by many names. Mama, sister, sister Callahan, uh, T in the gym, I'm known as T Bone, <laughs> but uh, that's that's a little sidebar. Uh, my talent is to write. I I rather write than anything. I have always been writing. From a child, I was writing. I was writing in my little in my little diary, and I and I have some things that I have that I writ written from the age of 10 all the way up till now. I have a whole uh, shelf and library full of stuff that I have written. And I have three published uh, books. So I am one, my talent is writing. Anyone next? My name is Coretta, and my talent is writing also. Thank you. Okay. All right. My name is Roger. My name is Roger, and my talent, I would say, is speaking. Um, my name is Bacola. Um, my talent is liturgical dance. 
just got one more, Miss Felicia. Hello, everyone. My hair is a hot mess. I'm getting ready to catch a flight, so I'm in the middle of braiding it, so I can't come on camera. I'll scare y'all away. However, I praise God for the talents and the gifts that he's given me of being a writer, a poetess, a motivational speaker, and a designer. I do um, interior decorating for the fun of it. And then I'm like one of the world's greatest sleepers. <laughs> I can sleep with the best of them. Be like, okay, look. All right. Night, night time. You are multi-talented. Multi-talented. <laughs> multi okay. We are freedom in Christ. And freedom in Christ is freedom in Christ is a uh, ministry here at New Morning Light Baptist Church. Our purpose is to um, let everyone know that in Christ Jesus, we have freedom. Yes. We have freedom from sin. We have freedom from, um, from our habits. And we have freedom, freedom to be ourselves. Freedom to be the person that God created us to be. We have freedom to, to walk in and act and live as God designed us to live and act. We have freedom in Christ. And without Christ, we are in bondage in many different ways. And that bondage could be bondage to ourselves, bondage to sin, bondage to what other people have called, uh, called us to be, bondage, bondage to society, but we have freedom in Christ, freedom Absolutely. to be. Now, a part of freedom in Christ is these peace talks. Now, what is the purpose of the peace talks? Our peace talks are um, designed to bring, to bring out topics. In, in this past year, or a year and a half now, there are so many things that have happened uh, that have been so unsettling in the world, unsettling in our homes and unsettling in our bodies. So many things that we could lose our peace about. And we wanna discuss some of those things. And so each month we have a topic. Um, today's topic is Driver's Ed, stay in your lane. Hey! Oh, excuse me. Yes. It's all right, Felicia. Stay in your lane. Oh, it's so peaceful in your own lane, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> all right. And so um, we have a question. And I like all of us to come in on this question. The question is, it was two questions. They related to one another. Are you driving in your own lane or do you switch from lane to lane? Oh. And the second question, are you operating your own vehicle or is someone operating your vehicle for you? Mm -hmm. All right. So now that these questions have been posed, 
What do you think? Um, I think at the beginning, you know, you're focusing on your own, like you're focusing on the road, but you tend to look at everybody else and what they, you know, have accomplished or what they have, um, what they have. So you kind of drift off, but still remain in your lane until you, until you realize that what's for them is for them and what's for you is for you. So when you refocus and make sure that, that your hands at with this a six and twelve, and to where you just focus on your own lane, and you will get to where um, God wants you to be. But also, if you're focusing on their blessings, you will tend to um, you will tend to um, add their goals or add what they have. But what God has for you is much bigger than what they have. So, and then the second question you said is, um, are you are you operating your own vehicle or someone else operating your vehicle? So I would say God's operating my vehicle. Oh, God is operating my vehicle because because uh, obviously I can't see. Um, I don't see uh, glass anyway, but I don't see at a, a certain point. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but God can see all the potholes. He can see trees you can see the storm you can see everything so so if i um so i have allowed god to um to drive my vehicle and whatever whatever turn that he or whatever um direction or the gps he puts was in me i'm gonna generally follow because because i know that you know he said that you know he has plans to possibly not plans to harm me so i just follow and so he's operating my vehicle because if I do it myself, I technically I will be there in about 40 days or longer. And I'll definitely go around probably like the same circle. Like, God, I know this, I know this street, I know this street. I've been here before. Yes, you've been here about 45 times. But if you allow me to take the wheel, I can I can direct you. You can conquer more with me. If you conquer it by yourself, you'll continuously defeat you continuously. Um, to go in circles, but also waste time, and time is so precious to where at time we cannot get back. Yes. That, that was yes. Right there. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. As for me, I, as for me, I, I'm, I'm actually going to answer the questions in reverse. Okay. Um, That's right. Of course, God is operating my vehicle. At one point in time, I was driving in a Let's just say got a couple of tickets that impounded. You know, that's because I was driving under the influence. So God's definitely driving my vehicle right now. And um, I think I mentioned it on one of our prayer calls in the morning. You know, your GPS, that's God's positioning system. So at all times, he has that GPS on. Like Sister Piccola spoke, um, he knows where all the potholes, all the trees. He knows where everything is at. He's your GPS, God's positioning system. Um, so he's definitely driving my vehicle. But I also have to be realistic at times. Do I tend to want to drive my own vehicle? Yes. Yes. I have to. That's when I have to get back in because, see, if I don't also acknowledge when I'm trying to drive the vehicle when I shouldn't be, I'll always think that I would never know when it's okay and when it's not to. So he gives, he, he allows me, hey, I'm going to let you drive if you want me. If you want to take it off autopilot and let me do it, I'm going to let you do it. But that's that free will. Yes, that's that free will, exactly. Yeah, so I, I, I have to be honest and admit that, you know, hey, he is the. The operator of my vehicle. I'm, I'm gonna use like back in the day when our uh, parents had their vehicles or whatnot. 
you ain't driving my car, you ain't on my insurance. You know, that's like, well, guys, you know, <laughs> you're like, all right, I'm going to let you drive. You ain't on my insurance, but I'm going to let you drive. You're going to come back to me now. Um, and secondly, I wanted to do it in reverse for a reason. And the first question was, uh, are you, are you, are you, are you driving, driving your lane? own lane or do you switch from lane to lane? And I, I wanted to answer the question like I did because um, he's the operator of my vehicle. And it goes back to what I was saying. Sometimes I want to drive my own vehicle. And when I try to drive my own vehicle, I, I, I can be honest, I'll try to go to lane to lane, but I'm also, I'm also flip that around. I'm a person that I strive now. I ain't always had this drive that I got now. So I, I, my, one of my biggest problems, and I can admit, it, I think a lot of people who search and seek for success and just want more prosperity, want to go up the ladder and grow so much, we tend, and just honestly, we tend to compare ourselves to others. And that's when we're switching to someone else's lane. I know I'm guilty of it. I can be on there and I'm watching uh, Dr. Mike, I'm watching Michael Todd or somebody. I'm, I'm not comparing, but I'm like, man, these are, you know, it's still a comparison though, but it's a drive. It's, a, it's my, my vehicle. Everybody has different, what it depending upon the vehicle that you have is certain gas that your vehicle operates off of. And that's something that I had to, you can have all the drive in the world, but you still need gas. That's actually in the song. Um, but um, you can have all the drive you want. But you still need that's gas. It. it depends it. on what kind of what kind of gas fuels your vehicle, and that's for me. That's what actually fuels my vehicle. So I was able to take what was a negative, such as the comparison, because we shouldn't do it. And I was able to allow that to be fuel for my vehicle, because I say instead of myself seeing it as comparison, that's driving me to say I'm gonna be up there one day. I'm gonna be able to do this one day. That's true. So that's I can true. Go lane you're to gonna lane. Be able, you're gonna be able to do this one day. In your own lane. In my own lane. Oh, yes, own absolutely. Lane. Okay. absolutely. In your own lane. All right. Absolutely. All right. All right. So, uh, you know, I had to give a shout because I just had a birthday on the 26th of August. And one of the things that I vowed on my birthday was at this point in my life, I will stay in my own lane. Yes. It is so peaceful when you're in your own lane. You know, I think about the words growing nigh to God, grow nigh to God, and he will grow nigh to you. When we're hopping in and out of different cars and we're not allowing our God to drive our vehicles for us, we leave him no room to grow us. And I'll say that we, we leave him no room to grow us because we're so busy trying to use our free will, trying to navigate through life when he doesn't really want us to navigate. He wants us to follow what he has ordained for us to do in this life. And we have a hard time doing that. You know, like the gentleman said, we love to drive our own car now. Don't get it wrong. We'll say God is driving our car, but we'll get right on up in there, tell us to go right and we're gonna turn left. But we claim God is driving our car and we do it all the time. You know, we, we run in red lights. That means we're going places, mm -hmm. doing things that we have no business doing. We, we at red lights. Um, God is like, listen, I need you to be on green. I need you to be patient for just a little while and let me work my magic. I need you to sit still and know that I am God, but we're so busy. We running red lights. We, we speeding through red lights, getting tickets mm. that we don't need to be getting. And then at the same time, we're switching into the wrong lanes. When we do not allow God to drive our vehicle, when we do not allow God to navigate our way, we find ourselves bumping our head against so many different walls and God just sitting up there listening, looking at us with his arms folded like, mm. look at my little nappy head daughter. She's so hard headed, mm. but I'm gonna let her go on and bump her head. I'm gonna let her bump her head because I need to teach her a lesson or two. 
you know, and then at the same time, I think about, you know, making un unnecessary pit stops along the way. We all mm -hmm. at the mall, we're supposed to be going straight to our auntie house. But mm -hmm. we tell them we're on our way and we at the mall trying to pick up a little extra something or we done stopped off at at, at Macy's because they got a sale or we done stopped off at Lejeune house because he having a barbecue. Mm. But we're supposed to be Lejeune one house. destination. And that destination is to get to God by any means necessary. Any means necessary. He didn't ask us to make no pit stops. But the God that we serve is so gracious and merciful and mighty that when we make those pit stops, he loves us enough to say, okay, nappy head, get back in the car and go where I told you to go. And y'all know what I'm talking about. When we veer to the left and to the right and be at places and with people that we have no business being with or places we have no business being in. Those is what I mean by pit stops. If you're not very clear, we've all had those pit stops in life that, that deter us and takes us longer to get to where God wants us to get to. But the gracious God that we serve says, I know you ain't, you know, you all over here in somebody else's car trying to drive their car. That means you minding somebody else's business when you need to be in your own car, minding your own business. Need to be in there minding your own business. And then sitting, um, I think sometimes we get stagnant. When we talk about driving our own car, we can pull up to a stoplight or to a stop sign and we find ourselves just sitting there. Why are we just sitting there? Because at sometimes in our lives, we go through periods where we can't hear nothing God is saying. We're not trying to hear nothing God is saying. We're busy trying to figure out what we want to do, where we want to go and how we want to get there. So we can't figure out nothing. So we just sitting at the stoplight and cars hunking all around, all behind us. Mm -hmm. Like, could you please move it along, lady? Could you get out the way? And we so busy trying to figure out our way that we can't hear what God is telling us to do. So we just sitting, sitting at the red light. I mean, at the green light. And people just honking like, well, what, what shade of green you waiting for? All right. So we got to drive our own car, stay in our own lanes. Listen, I'm telling you, that lane thing is for real. Get in your own lane. So I don't know whose name down here is peace, but get in your, get in your own lane. That is the most peaceful place to be because God can hear you. God can talk to you. God can direct you. God can lead you. But when you all veering all over to the left, to the right, making pit stops, sitting at the red light, sitting at the green light, come on. God ain't got nowhere to, move, to work. He ain't got nowhere to move, nowhere to work. All right, Miss Felicia. Thank you. I add a little bit to it. I'm going to add a little bit. Correct. Um, it's so nice to see yeah. you. Yeah. Um, just a little bit because we're going we gonna to go on to the next thing. Um, you as well, Miss Felicia. Um, a lot of times that, you know, uh -huh. I would actually tell you to stop at that red light. He would ask you, uh, he ask you to tell you to stop. He would ask you to say you park your vehicle right there for a moment because, because you're missing something in that moment. Mm. So God, God can ask you to tell you, say, hey, right now I need you to sit right here because red light. I need you to um, take in what I'm about to show you. And then I will have you to proceed to that next life or to that next um destination. But I can't hear take all the sights. Don't you look around and see all the things that I have blessed you with that, that we have taken for granted along our journey. So that's all I want to ask. I got something real, real quick, real, real. Yeah, I couldn't hear her. And I meant green light. I meant green light, not red light. Miss Felicia, You know, when when we're driving out there, as we're talking about red lights, like something that just definitely hit me up. 
Of course, we focus on the red light, we know to stop. We focus on the green light, we know to go. But I think the most important light is the yellow. Caution, come on now. <laughs> yeah. Because it's actually that warning sign before you get put into a position. Yes. You have to stop. For an accident. Exactly. If it went from green to red, hey. And think about it. Ain't got no warning in between. You a red light two to three minutes. The time light that that green light is green two to three minutes. The yellow just flashed. You right about that. But it's the most important light. All right. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You're right about that now. We're going to continue on, if y'all don't mind, because we're going we gonna to discuss some more. But first, well, I got like a video. <laughs> y'all like the red light. <laughs> maybe we were stuck in the red light right yeah. now. We saying go. <laughs> it didn't turn green. <laughs> All right. All right, now, now y'all in my lane. <laughs> it's hard to hear the other two. We can hardly hear what they're saying at all. Really? Oh. I didn't hear anything that the young lady said. Oh, can you hear me? Very clearly. Can you hear me? Hers is very muffled. Can you hear me? What about me? I can hear you clearly, but I hear not a word she said. Okay. I I acknowledge that maybe I supposed to be stopping here, but I'm gonna keep on going. See, nope. Did you hear the yellow light before the red light? See, you <laughs> Why she's looking for that? I want it's something else when um, I think your name is Felicia. When you were speaking, there's something else came to mind. Um, we drive up and down our streets and we go the same routes every day. But how many of us truly pay attention to all the signs along that path? Wow, come on, wow. come on now. now you you you're hitting, on, you're hitting on some good stuff now. We don't look for don't litter here, we don't look at the signs that says must turn right. It'd be the smallest little signs, but especially when it's become a daily routine of travel, it, it just become a custom. Does anybody think of, does anybody think when you're traveling from your house to your job, a normal route, do you ever think I got to make a left up here or right up here? It just becomes habitual. It becomes yeah. part of your routine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the same thing when we're driving in our lane. Sometimes we, we become accustomed and we get so comfortable with the travel that we're on that we tend to stop paying attention to the signs. Right. We miss all the, the yeah. sign, the biggest one that say roadblock ahead. Uh-huh. Detour. Right. Nobody like that detour. No, nah, my... Yeah, detour. I, I hate this accident. Yeah. Mm. Um, construction Thousand feet and and all along you have the opportunity to move over to the other lane but there are some people that's gonna go all the way construction 500 feet just like they didn't see it back there at 1500 feet <laughs> yeah all right that was the pause now we're gonna continue <laughs> All right, I have a video that I would like to share with you all. 
When I started to view myself as a vehicle, so much more became so much more clear. All right, keep talking. You need the radio while you wake up in the morning. You need the radio while you wake up in the morning. Just on a memento, on a memento. The name of this video is Stay in Your Lane. <laughs> Bonafide success can only be obtained through genuine expression of the truth. So be aware at all times of the war that is raging over your identity. See, society will try to conform you, try to break you, and most of all, label you. The battleground is over self, and you are under siege. Don't join the army of clones. Be yourself. Take off the mask and let the world bask in the beauty of an original. Be your own star on the stage of life. Accept inside that you are good enough and worthy enough to be loved for the person you really are. Champions live every day in the boldness of being themselves. You were never meant to be a carbon copy of anyone. God strategically designed you for greatness. Life is your canvas. Grab the paintbrush and express yourself. When you can show the world who you really are, without any reluctance, without any fear, and without needing people to accept or validate you, only then can you truly be the artist you were created to be. Stop chasing the trends. The 1% didn't become the 1% by chasing the other 99%. They went their own way. They made their own path. They searched inside and found themselves. If you want to be successful, stay in your lane. You got to do you. Stop chasing the world. Awaken to yourself and the world will come chase you. All that you want, crave, and desire inside can be found in your own uniqueness. Stop chasing other people's dreams. Stop running from yourself. Quit being the person other people want you to be and start living the life God planned for you. It's impossible to consistently do the things it takes to become successful when you're not being true to who you really are. To fully walk through the door of victory, you must be in your assigned calling. When you stay in your own lane and build around the strengths God gave you, you will begin to attract massive success. That's the key. The key is you already have the inside of you. What you're looking for, you already have. Listen to me. Just because you admire somebody else's talent or their greatness does not mean that you were anointed to do what they do. You were designed to do you. 
You see, refusing to accept the role that you have been assigned leads to internal conflict. See, I think one of the biggest problems in the world is everybody's out of position. They've adopted other people's dreams, other people's destinies, and when you're not in your calling, all you're gonna have in your life is chaos. You're gonna have struggle because you're going against the grain. You're not doing what the manufacturer, God, made you to do. This misalignment will cause strife and all types of disorder in your life. So honesty is the first step to bringing your spirit back into harmony. Being real translates into inner peace and sound mental health. When you're comfortable in your own skin, your relationships with others will flourish. There's nothing more beautiful, more powerful, and more seductive than a person comfortable in their own skin. Be you. Stay in your lane. Everything I teach is rooted in the word. Psalms 139.14 says, I will give thanks to you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works and my soul knows it very well. Stay in your lane. You're beautiful. Stay. All right, there we go. That's a powerful video. We, we, yes. um, we discovered this video and listened to it again and again and again, but I, I have my thoughts on it. So, and, I, and I've written all my notes and everything, but it's, hey, I've, I've listened to it. When you listen to it, what did you hear? What, what, what stood out to you? Uh, Coretta, you haven't said anything. If you don't mind sharing with us, when you was listening to that, first of all, did you hear it good? Now, second of all, if you could unmute and let us know, what did you hear? Good evening, everybody. Um, Be who? Hey, Miss Felicia, let me start up real quick and say, Miss Felicia, it is good to see you, and I enjoyed the meeting that you, um, the conference that you had um, a week or two ago. I was oh, on thank you. Yeah, I, was I didn't know you was on there. Send me your I email was, for the next. That one. was me in the purple shirt that was driving. I was on it, so but yeah, but anyway, I had to get your number from to one. Yeah, but um, but yeah, um, I basically was just hearing over and over that you know, be be you, be who God created you to be. Don't be like anybody else. And I think what was sticking out with me, one thing is. And Miss Felicia, you know me for a long time, a short time, but yet a long time. Right. As well. Being comfortable in your skin. I'm not always comfortable in, in my skin or in my in my I'm just not, not, not always comfortable at being me in places where where I where God puts me or 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 I think. God is putting like 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 say I mean I'd be comfortable in the car that I'm driving. Am I truly is you know is no son of God to give you something you know like for real God you want me to drive that this for me for real you know like I don't think so 
you know, Roger, what you talking about over there? But it's like, you know, you know, it's like, no, here, I want you to do this because I know that you can. And 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 it's like, um, all right. I mean, you know how to operate it, but you don't really know that, you know, if you sure, you know, that, are you worthy of it? Are you worthy um, of that or, or so? But you still, but you know, you're not gonna have that success. You're not gonna be, you know, like even like when Bacola is dancing. I see she take charge at what she's doing. You know, when she's beautiful at what she does, and what she does is beautiful, and and you know, so yeah. So that's something I'm constantly working at all the time. So yes, so be you. And I like the last thing that I saw down there with Rock uh, with the rockets said, "Don't be a soldier uh, of clones." Cause you don't want to be like yeah, anybody else. An army of clones. Right. Mm-hmm. Say it again. What don't did he say? Don't be in the army of clones. Don't be in the army of clones. I just know it flashed. I don't got no glasses on y'all, so, but I was able to see that little bit. But uh, but yes, you know that that is very profound in itself. Cause you you don't want to be like you know anybody else or, or a bunch of people that's the same because we are each and every individually made and created for the purpose that God has um, put us here for. So I'm I'm striving to stay in that driver's seat, y'all. Okay. And that's what I say. All right. Uh, Peace. Do you have a comment uh, on the video? If you can unmute yourself. Peace. All right. Uh, Ari, I know you signed on. I don't see you on the screen right now. All right. Well, hey, now we're going we're gonna to go with it up here because we got a lot to say. <laughs> oh, yes. I, see, I we got waiting. a lot to say. I was waiting. We got, oh, oh, can I drive first? So uh, I, I wrote some notes. I wrote down identity. There is a war raging for your identity. And there is conformity. There is breaking and labeling. And in this society, that's, that's what goes on. Instead of being individually, individual, it, we, uh, the society would like to conform us into a mold or a label. Uh, we already talked about don't join the army of clones. Be yourself. Be unique. Accept that you are good enough, Corella. Uh, Accept that you are good enough. That's what I heard. I heard the 1% didn't become the 1% by chasing the 99. I'm like, wow. We are unique. Stop running from yourself. I'm like, oh my God. Stop running from myself. How am I running from myself? I'm running from myself when I'm always trying to chase after what somebody else is rather than being myself. Like, oh my God, stop running from myself. And I'm only going to say one more thing. Do what the manufacturer God Mm. made you to do. Mm. The manufacturer God he created each one of us. He created you, Rico. He created you, Roger. He created all of us. And he created us with a purpose. If we think about a manufacturer, a manufacturer of, okay, we'll say this 
laptop I'm sitting in front of. That manufacturer made the laptop to be the laptop, <clears throat> not to be a radio. <laughs> okay, so I know that we can tune into a radio through the computer, but it's still not a radio. It's a laptop. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm through. I don't have nothing else to say because, oh, and the scripture. Can't leave out the scripture. Psalm 139, 14. Hold on. Okay. I am faithfully one of you. Okay. Uh, the scripture says, I am faithfully one of you. That's right. Amen. Okay, now I relinquish the, I relinquish the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, you, the last thing that you spoke on was the manufacturer. Something that came to mind was majority of the time, every time we buy something, the manufacturer manufactures it, it comes with what? Manual. We're all giving manual. Yeah, we're gonna get we to that manual. We're gonna get to that manual. We got a manual. We got um, manual. What I heard in that was definitely what everyone else heard. Be you. Uh, the best story you can tell is one of your own. I know for a long time I did exactly what you said to want to run it for myself. I was running for myself for a long time. So being you, um, so in society, society has created their version, their image, and what they portray, what we're supposed to do. And we actually get sucked into it um, at a young age. I didn't realize this until later in life. We get sucked into it at a young age, whether it's watching certain music videos, certain TV shows, just wanting to be around certain crowds. We eventually try to put on that image for them. We try to impress them. We try to do what they're doing so we can be a part of what's theirs rather than being a part of what's us. And um, Something I was just talking about not too long ago was we're too busy trying to find something that you can never find. And that's your greatness. You can't find your greatness. You can't find your gift. You know what? You discover it. It's already in you. It's already that in you. Been, that was, that was yeah, another that, statement. It's, it's exactly. already, everything you need is already in you. They say anything you will be, you already are. It's not an apple, an apple tree, an apple seed. It just goes through its goes through process, its, its course. That's right. It's not a butterfly caterpillar. You see, it still just goes through its process and its course. And, and my favorite one is the rose bush, not a rose bush, just because the roses haven't bloomed yet. Mm. Right. Still a rose bush. <laughs> yeah. The roses just haven't bloomed yet. Absolutely. So I think that's where a lot of, and that's what I get a lot out of that. That's that's what's hitting so much in society right now, especially when I look and I, you know, I love to talk to the youth. I love to deal with the younger generation, the Gen Zs, and that's that's exactly what I try to, I guess, embed in them or plant upon them what God has given me because at their age is when I was searching for identity that wasn't me. So I I definitely can relate to it. We get we can get we can get sucked into it and, and trapped in trying to be something that we were never created to be from the beginning. And that's what causes us to run from ourselves. And another thing that was stated about that is when we do that, when we are not real and genuine and unique, we lose our inner peace. Mm. We, we don't have inner peace because there's a conflict going on in our mind. The conflict of being genuinely who you are and who you are trying to portray or be. Mm -hmm. And that the forces that 
that um, try to mold us sometimes are very um, caring and loving. Our mm -hmm. parents, yeah. our friends, uh, you know, our, I don't think our parents intend to try to mold mold us to be something that's not what they think is good, but it's not God. Not God. I think a good example to that, I just had the experience about three weeks ago, and I know a lot of parents may do it. We'll, um, this is just an example. We'll, we'll look at our children. We want our children to live a certain life, what we want them to do. My son, just three weeks to about a month ago, he told me he, wanted, he didn't want to play football anymore. He had never played football before. My son, he's a bad artist. He loves YouTube and gaming, real smart with technology. But I wanted him to play football. So the first practice, of course, he went with it. You're going back. You're going, and it got to a point where I definitely had to realize, you know, if he doesn't want to play, I can't push what I want to see him do over onto him. And that happens. It happens in life. And some people they grow up their whole life, mm -hmm. and they say, "I'm a football." I'm just using your term. I'm a football player. I'm a football player. And you keep telling yourself, "I'm a football player. I'm a football player. I'm a football player." You go all the way. Until one day, you realize you're not a football player. How does that come about? Well, it comes about when you discover, mm -hmm. when you discover mm -hmm. what God, God speaking to you, discover, oh, I'm not a football player. God placed this inside of me. I use my own, uh, uh, I use yours. Uh, what did you say your gift was? Dancing. I, I'm not a football player. I'm a dancer. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't discover it till one day the music started playing and I started dancing. I'm, oh, I love this. This just makes me light up. I'm not a foot. I know I'm, I have learned to play football. I learned all the rules and guidelines of football. Mm -hmm. But when I dance, oh my God. So it's the discovering. Yeah. Um, a lot of times it, it you discover it, your purpose, you discover everything in your pain. So um, I wanted to touch on basically about identity. Uh, a lot of times we go through lives where that we are lost, we're empty. And you know, we try to be like our mom, try to be like our best friend, try to be like everybody else. You try to figure out, well, they do this, I can do that. And then you get to that point like that, okay, that job wasn't enough to keep me there, but it's not enough to keep me there. Yes. And so, so um, a, a lot of times we put on other people's shoes and we cannot feel them because it's their shoes. It's not they might your be the shoes. right size. It might be the right. But it's not your shoes. It's not your shoes. So it's not going to fit how it is, how it's supposed to fit because it was not it's not designed for you. It was designed for somebody else. And I, I know a lot of times that, um, well, um, I know a lot of times that people are so focused on their spiritual gifts. So, you know, you have a um, prophecy, you have a pastor, you have a, a, um, a, a, um, teacher. a teacher. That's the one with pastor right there. Teacher, pastor. Teacher, pastor, yeah. And then you have the, the spirit of discernment, then you have speaking in tongues. I never knew that speaking in tongues and also the spirit of discernment was actually a gift. And to, um, until we went over um, we went over um, the peace talk the other day, and I'm like, Let me read it again, let me read it again. But, but, but a lot of times when we hear a prophet 
Everybody wants to be like perfect because why? It holds so much weight. It holds so much to where we want to be that and not where God has placed within us. And you know, and we need to see or anything else, a lesson of profit is less worthy or or does it hold much weight? But 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 if we operate and we, and we allow God in, say God, I don't know who I am. But I know that you know who, who I am. So so and in that statement, you're letting go, you're letting go of the comparison. You 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 let you let go where everything that everything that everybody else is, everybody else is, and you place it within yourself. And you let go and you just allow God to take control and God um God will teach you but also show you and also um build you into who you who you're destined to be. And and in that, and in that, in your pain, you'll find your purpose. You, you'll, you'll find your drive. You, you'll find your your spiritual gift. You'll find everything that you need because why? Because God has already placed it in you. But you know, He needed pressure. He needed you to be broken. He needed you to be at that level so that way He can um He, he can build you up, and that way, that way, that you know you can strive, but also reach back and help somebody else to get to where they're going. Because what God placed in you is also to reach back and say, hey, sister, hey, brother, I know I have been with you been, and, um, and I know that I'm dropping in my own lane, but God told me to reach back and just to, to hold your hand and to uplift you and give you wisdom, words of wisdom and encouragement so that way you can continue to, to run your race, but also focus on, on you. And all because you're not a prophet, all because you're not a pastor, all because you're not um, a, um, a man or woman that's speaking tongues, that your gift is unique. And 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 your gift can be uh, speaking in tongues, but also a seer. So whatever God has placed within you is in you. And we have to focus, we have to focus on that and stop trying to compare, compare because everybody has a house, everybody has his car, I want a big I want that. But I just, I just want what God has for me, and that's it. Yes. Right. We're gonna go to the manual because we got the manual that Rogers was was speaking of. We got the manual. Yeah, we got the manual. I can't. I can't hear you, Miss Tawana. Oh, can you hear me now? I was holding up the manual. That's why you couldn't hear me. Can you hear me now? Holding up the who? The manual. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The manufacturer's manual. All right, is this better? Much better. All right, I'm gonna get in the range. So I said we're going to the manual. Very good. Yes, and in in the in the manual we're gonna go to First uh, Corinthians in chapter twelve. We're gonna go to that part of the manual. Twelve and twelve. I was going to talk about 12 and 12 now. One All right. Well, all right. Well, let me read it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So 12 and 12, because the whole chapter is, is wonderful. But we're going to we gonna go with 12 and 12. It, said, it says from the New King James Version, for as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body so also is Christ. For by one spirit, 
We were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. Now, Felicia, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? <laughs> and if the, nope, still of the body. if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, am I not of the body? Just as is important. Is not of the body? But Just if, as the, important. if the whole body was an eye, where would be the hearing? And if the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set members, each one of them in the body, just as he pleases. And if there were all one member, where would be the body? So there we go, Felicia. There we go, Felicia. Where would be the body? Yeah. Yep. All That's exactly what I was thinking. You know, as soon as I saw. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. As soon as I saw the video, I was like, but we all one body. And sometimes we lose focus of that. And, and depending on what church or religious denomination that you may show up in, in their tabernacle, some of them make it prominent. Okay, we're up here and you guys are back there. But in the word of God, it says we are all one body. First Corinthians 12 and 12, like you just said, we're all one body, be it the foot, the leg, the eye, the ear. It would be insane if everybody was walking around here the ear it would be insane if everybody was walking around here the foot it would be insane if everybody fulfilled the one purpose in the body of of, the, of christ god has many many things that need to be done when i was i worked in the um, california department of corrections for 27 years as a principal and a teacher. And one thing I used to always tell my inmates was be yourself because everybody else is taken. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. Be yourself. Everybody else is taken. And because everybody else is taken, God wants you to stand out on the platform that he has given you. He wants you to excel in the areas that you'll excel in. You know, it would be, I talk to them about gifts and talents and every single person on this call has different gifts, different talents, different things that God has placed us upon this earth to execute and to excel in. And if everybody else, if everybody on here like barbecue chicken, it wouldn't be enough barbecue chicken left for me. I need everybody else to like what they like. I ain't got no problem with that. None whatsoever. So it's okay to, you know, be different. That video was really dynamic. And I just really, really like that video. And what you guys are saying after the video, just as much. Okay. Um, I definitely, I definitely agree with the scripture. Um, we all are one body. We, we all play a part. And um, if we're focusing on, if, if Roger gets the arm and I am the eyeball, if I'm focus on the arm because because he can actually touch stuff he can actually reach stuff then you know I will miss I will miss my purpose I will you know what I'm saying 
um, I will miss it and, and, and not only miss it, but you know, I can't do my job if he's not doing his job. So basically, if, I, if I'm in the eyes, I have to watch out for everything that, that comes in front of me. But if I'm focusing on on the arm, I miss something, and then, then the, whole body, <laughs> yeah. the whole body will follow. So, so I'm focusing on me, it's just to see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the best eyes you ever heard, or I, I'm gonna be the best eyes you've ever seen. So basically, it just, yeah. I agree with you, stay in your lane, but also that we are one body. So we cannot continuously to focus on on the arm or the foot or the, or the head or the ears, because we all are important. No matter how small we are, we still have a powerful gift that that the God has um, chosen to to give to us. He didn't have to give it to us, but He chose it. He chose yes. He chose you to carry that gift. So hold it with honor, hold it with respect, and do not take the God. Sorry, do not take God um gift for granted. Like yes, I definitely agree. Um, he gives everybody going into Scripture. We are all one body. Um, isn't the foot just as important as the hand? Um, everybody in the body of Christ has their specific abilities and gifts and yes. talents that they were uniquely made for. So therefore, they only can do what they are set out to do under the kingdom of God. But as it states, we all are one body because we're all working for one body. Yes. We're all working for the kingdom of heaven. We're all doing our specific parts. The way Ricola can reach the community with delivering her message through words is the same way I deliver my message going out and speaking at events or whatever it may be. But aren't we still doing what and doing what everybody in this one body is doing? And that's delivering the word of God, delivering the gospel, the good news, doing what we're supposed to do all in our own unique way and ability that God has gifted us with. Everybody has their specific gifts and talents. Um, some discovered later than then others, some discover very early, some discover in the midst of storms, some, some discover in the midst of sunlight. But the point <laughs> yeah. is, he finds each person, at their appointed time, they discover their gift. Because believe yes. it or not, he may have to work on my gift and ability a little longer than Mr. Wanna's, but my hold up isn't necessarily holding her up, but then it's going to come together and work together. Think about a child when a child is born. One arm don't grow way faster than the other. But the legs may grow a little longer. The ears start yes. filling in. Everything has a specific, not just abilities, but timing as well to function the whole body properly. Um, you don't want to get too bad. They say, um, oh, like when we were talking about staying in your lane, you have the HOV lane. Sometimes that's our problems. We're headed in the right direction, but we're trying to speed to get there. And then we get there too fast and we don't miss the whole lot. One of my old sayings is, a man walking down a hill or a man running down a hill is more likely to fall into a hole than a man walking. So that's our problem. <laughs> we get in that HOV lane on good way. We don't have nobody in the other field. I mean, in the other seat. No, we're already breaking the laws and rules right there because we try to speak <laughs> We don't supposed to be. And now when the state trooper, you see the state trooper back there, now you want to hop back in the lane you're supposed to be. <laughs> Instead of speed, now you want to slow down a little bit. Um. So yes, everything is we're all one body. The best, our key point is discernment, continuously praying and seeking to him and finding out what is our special gift to make the body whole. Don't be a foot if you're a hand. Don't be an eye if you're a nose. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just want to touch on one more thing before um for Ms. Felicia um comment. Um when you mentioned the um when I mentioned the body, but also when you was just talking, I um I thought about like each part, like your arms are not the same, like you know, like the length is not the same. Your legs, one, one leg is longer than the other, the other arm is longer. Um, um but, but what God says is fearfully and wonderfully made, it's unique, you are not like regardless of your arm, both arms. One, um, both of them are unique, but one is just a little bit different, but that's just still, just still amazing. And um, I just want to touch on that part um, about why our, our limbs are, are never, never the same, they're never, they're never, never the same, but they're come close, but they're still, they're, they're still notice, noticeable individually, but together. Yes. All right, so all that's being said, I had one more thought about the body and about peace. We're talking about peace within by discovering our own gift, our own part to play. But what I want to speak about is how it affects, and I know y'all have touched on it, we have all touched on it, but how it affects peace within the community. When I say community, mm. it could be in your family, but we, we're talking about in the body of Christ. How does that affect the peace in the body of Christ? If I, okay, if, if I'm a writer, um, maybe God has given me a prophecy to write it, write it down. That's what I'm supposed to do. Now, suppose I say, I, well, don't nobody want to read this. You know, why, why am I writing this? So I, I don't write. And so the body is missing something. Mm -hmm. It's missing what God told me to write, mm -hmm. you know? And so if with that being said, something being missing, there, there, there could be a word of peace that I need to write so that all the others, the rest of the body can read it and become to a, a, a place of peace. Each one of us, if, if we are not, if we are not playing our role, we're not in harmony. Harmony, another word for peace. Mm -hmm. So if we're not in harmony, then we are, we're not in peace. And if we're not in peace, it can lead to chaos, mm -hmm. even in the church, mm -hmm. even in the church. Mm -hmm. And so I, I would like to, I would like to say for us in the church to discover what it truly your, your, your gift from God is. Discover what that is by asking the Lord what it is and coming into, into uh, being and doing and living out that because we need your gift. We need, yes. need Ricole's gift. We need Corella's gift. We need peace gift. We need Felicia. We need, and if you don't if, if, if your gift is missing, if your part is missing, we're out of whack. We're out of whack. And that's yeah. That's just what came to my mind. And that's that's my thoughts on, my last thoughts on this. Right. But also, I um, say this. Um, um, even if the whole, this, this church right here, I'll um, discover their, their gift, but, um, but they have to be content in what they are. 
and have to continue with God and on um, what God showed them that your gift is because like if I'm not content with my I say well I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a prophet so so I'm hired and I'm hired in Roger I'm hired in Tawana no no God um whatever God has placed in you He made for you to protect it but never um never to belittle anybody else because of that gift um and you think that gift is smaller but you know God can also give it but He's also protecting it away. And so, yes. I'm gonna say this out loud. Okay. The pastor is not better than the kitchen worker. Nope, not at all. And the teacher mm -hmm. is not better than the administrator. Mm -hmm. And you know, the person with the gift of mercy mm -hmm. and faith is not better the person that has the gift to be able to pray and and god will work miracles through them is not better than the person who is uh, receiving the gift we are all on level ground as the old saying we're all on level ground at the foot of the cross we all are the same it is god who has given each one of us a gift and and we didn't get it on our own so did we did not get it on our own. We don't deserve it either. No, we, we, no, it's because of his grace. I was meditating last night and God spoke to me, grace. I'm like, grace? What's grace? Grace is God's favor on us. Mm -hmm. We don't deserve it, but because of God's favor on us, he chooses us. He wants a relationship with us. He wants us to be a part of his kingdom and he give us a gift to operate in his kingdom just because of his grace. Just because of his grace. God is so amazing. So awesome. What I like to say and think something that was just on me to close out with everything we're speaking on. Stay in your lane. I would say uh, Go to Kingdom Automotives. Discover what kind of vehicle you are. Find out what kind of gas drives you. All right, go ahead. And um, make sure you put on your GPS. Because yeah. what you don't want to do is travel in the wrong lane in the wrong direction. Sometimes we go in the right direction still in the wrong lane. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I will leave it with that. Go to Kingdom Automotives. Find out what kind of vehicle you are. Find your gas, and sometimes we have different things that fuel us. I know there's quite a few things that fuel me, but identify what identify when you identify your vehicle, you identify yourself. But identify what kind of gas drives you. Don't stop trying to put other people gas inside your vehicle. You know you can't take lawnmower gas, or you can't take chainsaw gas and put it in a lawnmower. You can't put diesel inside of a regular gas car. Find out what kind of gas drives your vehicle. I say turn on that GPS and pay attention to the road sign. Mm -hmm. yep. Your destination you're at to the destination you're going to, I promise there's quite a few signs. Don't miss yes. the sign. Yes. Don't miss um, I would say be open um, along the journey um, where God is um, God is the driver. Um, just, just, just take everything in. 
taking the pain, to taking everything because all that and the, all that is, is needed for you to drive to the next season um, to where you're going. Because um, anytime that you put pressure on something, um, um, when it comes out, it comes out better than it was before it came in. So um, we, we have to make sure that when um, that we are on this journey, we have to make sure to take in everything. So that way that we have to repeat something that we have already just passed along the journey, but also take in, but also um, be open to change. Um, be open to change, but also be open to be ready to stop. Because a lot of people, we're on the journey with God, and when God stopped moving, like, what, 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 God? God, um, he, he, he moved right here, but then he's right here. I feel like he's not here with me. What, 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 what did I do? What, what did I say? What I do? But no, God says, stay still. Be still and know that I am God. Because, because right here, I, 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 I am I'm, I'm preparing you for greater. But right, right here, I need you to slow down. I need you to stop um, um, stop thinking it's your will and it's my will. I need you to focus. I need you to relax. I need you to take some you time, take some pepper time. I need you to focus. And, and whenever I tell you to go, just go. But, but don't be yeah. like, you should get there. Just take your time. Loving you, but also loving me. Worshiping and um, worshiping whatever gift I have placed in you. Just just give me your all. If you give me your all, you give me your heart, you, you be honest and you continuously to walk on this path. I will give you, God says, I will give you the desire of your heart. And that's all. And just, just run your race, but also help somebody else along the way and say, sister, brother, that you can do this. And I can believe yeah. you. And God says that you are fifthly woman than me. Because that helped me, that helped me along the way on the journey with God. And that's really it. That's it. Now, fearfully and wondrously made, you know. I'm sitting and I'm listening. I didn't hear everything you said, but I want to hear every single word you have to say. Um, so next time, please be in the middle so I can hear every word you said over there with the red ponytail. Because um, <laughs> uh, I like to hear it all. Um, because we can never listen and hear enough from day to day. But I will say this, whether we're in our lane, we stay in our lane, and because of the life that we live, the circumstances that we live in, Sometimes we're in somebody else's car and we're driving, or sometimes we're driving in somebody else's car. We we sit too long at the red light. We don't pause long enough at the yellow light, or we too quick to go at the green light, and we switching into this lane, switching into that lane. There's one thing that I do know that the God that we serve accepts U-turns. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. All right. U-turns. You say that. And that's it. U-turns. Yes, he does. Yes. He loves you that much more. You know, he accepts you terms. Absolutely. Something that just hit me. I know, or actually, we'll say I have to get with Sister Tawana another day. But I think it'll definitely be a great topic because to stay on the same scale that we're on, we talked a lot about, you know, staying in your lane and the signs on the road today. Mm. We almost forgot about what about the signs in our vehicle, indicator lights. Mm. Say it again. All right. I said um, we spoke a lot today about the signs on the road because we we were speaking on staying in the lane, and it takes our vehicle to travel that that lane. But we didn't speak about the signs inside the vehicle, such as your indicator lights. You know. What about the dashboard? Yes. Yes. Your low tire pressure, needs oil change. Yeah. Yeah. Maintenance your vehicle. 
All right. With, with that being said, we, we, we do want to mention our next topic, the next topic we had in mind. And I think it falls in line with what you said. What's our next topic, Ricola? <laughs> our next topic is finding the peace within. Yes. Finding the peace Amen. within? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Okay. Finding the peace within. Yeah, because the only time they'll be able to have peace is when you ain't got no indicator license with the hands. <laughs> <laughs> Finding the peace within. So let the let that whole dashboard uh, go. Uh, let that whole dashboard go black and see how how you how you panic. Mm. Um, mm. We take suggestions about other topics, but that's our next topic. Finding the peace within. And the next thing about this platform of um, being on Zoom, we, we each time we do something a little different. Yeah, and Miss Felicia, you've been with us before. And this time we decided to come into the church and invite some people. And, and that strategy, it didn't quite work to 100%. It's like 80%. So to get to 100%, we're going to request and, and hope that we can do a Facebook Live or something else like that where, um, uh, but anyway, do you have any suggestions on what um, a better platform might be? Um, I think that, that, that this is good. Like, I know like the time that you uh, sent the notice is a good time because we are busy people. So if you send it a week before, you can forget about that. Half the folks ain't gonna come. Well, three fourths of the folks ain't gonna come. Uh -huh. But you sent it like today, and it was like, okay, well, I got time now to go in. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that who's supposed to be there in that moment will be there. Yeah. They will be there. So don't stray. Don't give up. Just keep inviting them in, and didn't God say just build it and they will come yes yes all, all right. I was speaking of is I want I want you to hear it just like you want to hear it. that's all I was speaking on oh yeah yeah because I really want to hear her because I, I was like dang what she's saying I can't hear her okay all right well we're gonna close now it's past seven I like it though I like where you are that's nice it's a really nice building too it looks pretty Okay, we're going we're gonna to close now. Um, you can learn more about Freedom in Christ. We have a, a, a Facebook group page, Freedom in Christ, New Morning Light Baptist Church. Okay, and we have weekly meetings on Thursday through a conference call. And if, if you want more information about Freedom in Christ, you can contact us at Freedom in the just the letter in Christ07 at gmail.com. All right. And so we'll okay. close with uh, the prayer of serenity. Can we go get the plaque over there? Pray for me. Okay. Uh, you know it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not liking the is going to um, give us the prayer of serenity, the prayer of peace. Serenity. 
God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as the pathway to faith, peace, taking as he did, the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Yes. Amen. Amen. So that is the closing of the closing prayer for this peace talk. I want to ask if anybody has um, just some burning in, as they say, are all hearts and minds clear? No, mine's not. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. I'm going to relinquish this spot for you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna switch over here. You're gonna switch over there. Change the microphones. Yeah. Can you hear me? I think it was change the microphones. Get get yeah. Get somebody else. All right. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, ma'am. Manitize everything. Okay. Um, the I know the next topic was finding the peace within. Um, that's that's something that you need before you get into the vehicle. There's something you need definitely before you get into the vehicle because, because you have to clean out everything like anxiety, insecurity, <laughs> all of these things that you have accumulated along, uh, um, along this world. That's the only way that you're going to operate the vehicle and um, and push yourself and trust in God that, that God will lead you and he will also fill your gas tank up. You don't need 87, 80 or whatever, you know, 87, something like that, but but God will um, give, you the, give, you, give you the spiritual gas that you need to drive that vehicle and that's the first step is find the peace of the end and that way that you can follow God and and just trust that God has um, has moved better for you and where you are now. So just the, all the journey, but also a process that is um, this fulfilling, but also is worth taking. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, I can hear you very, very well. Thank you. Awesome. And what lies along that finding peace and relatable? Y'all know I love vehicles, so y'all know that's when you rotate your tires. Because see, when we don't have peace, we got so much going on, so much in mind. You got to rotate your tires. You got to rotate your tires. Mm. Yeah, there's a, uh, I, I can't remember where I was speaking up, but my topic was, when was your last tune-up? Mm. That's okay. yes. Now we're talking about language, yes. Man, when talk. was your last tune-up? You run around here. You know how we can get it. Listen, we can get a new car and we will put that manual in the glove department compartment. And we may not read that manual for about two years. And we'll read that manual like, dang, I didn't, I, I, I didn't even know I had this in my car. I didn't even bother to read the manual. That's pretty much like we do the Bible. Some of us, not, not those of us Bible readers. But that's pretty much how a lot of people do the Bible. We put it in the glove compartment until you figure out, uh-oh, the car is about to break down. Let me pull this out and see what's wrong. Go wrong. We wait until something happens. What's I, wrong? I, we wait until something go wrong. And if we just took the time to read it, we would have avoided Read the manual. The manual, read the manual is the yellow light. We would have slowed down. Yeah. Yes, it is that yellow light. Yes, and it is, light. it is everything 
that contains the peace within. We can get in the car all we want to. And we can get in there, get in there and don't check them tires and get on a flat. Get up in there and don't tune that, don't check that oil. Get up in there and don't have no tune-ups if you want to. Um, I totally agree. And I, I think it's just me. Boys as well. I'll just say just me. Um, I can see the gas light on or I can see the um, I can see that my tire pressure is low, or I can see a lot of stuff, and I'm like, oh, so I can make it. And then like, no, I'm like, you take care of it right now. I'm like, God, um, I, 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 we, we got this. Please just, just, um, just send a miracle down to where, to where that tie stay intact, to where, that, where I can make it to where I need to be. And, and Girl. we're not, uh, we're not listening <laughs> uh, We're not listening to obeying God. That's when accidents happen. That's when you um, are a little bit. How did I get a flat tire? You knew you had a, a nail in it last week. Mm-hmm. Knew you had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even she spoke on the tire part, and even she spoke on the gas. Uh, not all women do it. I ain't gonna lie. But what we don't realize is when we, when that gas light comes on, that is a great indicator because what a lot of people don't know, I know about vehicles and mechanics of vehicles. It's not good for your gas to get all the way low because you get sediment down in there. You get dirt and debris down in your, in right. your fuel lines. So you is is you shouldn't wait until it gets too low to try to fill it up because now you're putting gas in there, but you're putting gas on top of dirt and debris. So right. Okay. Yeah, we, we we talking shop, we're talking cars and automobiles, and that's wonderful. But you know. Just give me a few words on what they got to do with my. With your topic, I'm about to say it right now. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. See, awesome I, I need for this to relate because okay. I can relate to it, but you know, somebody that's listening, somebody that's listening, they they might be saying, I don't, I well, don't get that. Since I just spoke of gas getting plain, low, okay, let me make it plain now, make it plain and clear. As I was talking earlier, we were talking about vehicles and what fuels us, our gas. This is our gas. Okay. And we was talking, you know, the manual, that's the, the word of God. That's our that's gas, our, gas. our vehicle. All right. So, okay. therefore, yes. once your gas starts getting low, you're not reading too much. Not you're not studying too much. You're not okay. taking time with Him. Come on. Now, you got dirt and debris Where, getting down there. That dirt and debris stuff. Dirt okay. and debris is because since I'm not in this, I'm out there using words I don't normally use, mm. hanging in places I don't normally hang, right. doing things I don't normally do. So now, now when I come back and get this word, it's back on me. Switching lanes. All that dirt and debris that I done did when I allowed this gas to get low. Right. Don't wait until that gas get low. Right. Basically, in the flip, the flip the script, don't wait until you're going through it and your car need maintenance to turn to it. Ooh, don't right. wait until your gas says it's low to put gas inside That's your system. What I'm about. Don't do that. 
that it caused you to switch lanes. Me now, I understand what I need to do. <laughs> gotcha. Because I know about I know about not changing the oil. I know that I don't blow the um, gasket. <laughs> I know about all that. But I'm you know I need to know how that relates to right. And so thank you. You, you. you made a plan, you broke it down. Thank okay. you. So for what I was saying by finding the peace within is um this is before you drive that vehicle. So um, um you have to pray daily, you have to meditate. That's the only way that things will get, get better. That's the only, only way daily. that you have to remove those daily. Daily. Daily, you have to continue to read the word, and if you continue to flush those things out, then God can um, place them in the place, place um, new things within you that that, that that once had a spot in your heart, in your mind, yes. in your life. So, um, so finding the peace of the end is just just basically reading um, any gifts that you have, continuously to use that gift and to continuously and to put in God first. If that's drawing, um, you can do um, things at the church where you. Can um, design stuff. If it's dancing, you can um, you can praise you God. Practice your dance, don't you? I practice my dance, yes. Um, and if it's um, day. daily, yes. Um, but you know, if I don't do it daily, um, I fall off. I fall off, and you know, I forget who I am. I forget. Yeah. Uh, uh, I forget. I forget my worth. I forget my value. I forget my identity. But you constantly stay in the word daily. That you have to forget who you are because because you're continuously into refilling your um refilling yourself back up and that is through yes. the word of God but also that that's through prayer that's through meditation that is through any, anything that you have within you you give God right. everything everything that you have and yes. once you give everything you have God rewards you say well done my daughter well done my son mm. yes indeed yes indeed <laughs> yes now it's almost eight o'clock I hate it. And I, I, I gotta, um, yeah, I enjoy it so much, but I, I need to go to bed because I'm trying to get to y'all side of the world to the east coast, and I gotta get up at 2 30 in the morning we just miss, to get on the plane. Okay, uh, the only reason why I, I want to close out is because I'm in, we're in the church building. I don't have a key. I can't lock us out. We, we do have a deacon and I, she haven't come to, she haven't come to like peep in the door or anything. <laughs> I want to respect her time. <sighs> All right. See, if we was at home, we, we would talk, you, you know, Bricola. So we, show, we, we, we still be talking till nine o'clock. We just keep on talking. I told you, my gift is speaking. So. <laughs> like, I, I can't give me one of these. Oh, my goodness. But we still going to close out. All right. Yeah, Thank close you. The doors on the car. Yeah. Close the doors. Gotta get out the car and close the door. <laughs> Not the car. <laughs> So with that being said, um, we'll have, I know we already had one prayer, but I guess we got to have another prayer. <laughs> so somebody, somebody want to pray us out. Yes, Roger, please pray us out. Because you got the microphone. Mm, thank God, you guys. Absolutely. Father God, we're coming for you, giving you all grace, honor, and glory at this given time, Father God. 
we want to give you thanks for allowing this this moment to take place, allowing us to not just come together and fellowship with Father God, be given the opportunity to broadcast it for others to be able to tune in, Father God, and just hear your message and hear your word through a complete different different deliverance, Father God, one that I pray that someone was able to grasp hold of a message or a lesson that you would like to Oh, yes. Father God. As we get ready to depart from this place, Father God, we ask that you get us to our destination safely, Father God. For anyone departing, I know you should depart and leave out of town tomorrow. We ask that you please protect her, put some hands upon her, angels around her, Father God. Yes, yeah, Lord. That you go before her upon her travel, making her, letting, allowing her to get there safely, Father God. I ask that you continue to do this, each and everyone on this Zoom call, Father God, everyone listening in, and those on the outside. We ask that you continue to just touch the hearts of those that that, that I mean. prayer, Father God, maybe fighting silent battles or or those that are seeking to find their lane, Father God. We ask that you uh, uh, yes, find lane, Father God, allowing them to have the headlights at night to see throughout the midst of darkness. Oh, yes. We thank you for everything you've done for us, everything you're doing, everything you will do. We ask that you continue to stretch out your arms and, and mold us into everything that you've ordained for us to be. Through each and every step yes, of each Lord. and every we ask that you be our light. In your mighty son, Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Yes, Lord. All right. Well, we enjoyed being here. And now we're going to close out. We're going to get out the car, close <laughs> the doors, and go inside Not the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> your hair is pretty too, tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Have a good evening. Night, night. Night, night. Oh.